0: I'm so out of it. I'm wearing a sweatshirt that's so soft. Oh, my God. Maybe that's the problem. (laughs) That might be the problem. I'm, like, wearing pajamas right now. And I I was putting it on, and I'm like, this is a good idea. I'm just going to, like, wear sleepwear. But it looks looks fine, but it's so freaking comfortable. You've answered what you should wear to your talk, and it is a Snuggie. Oh my god, I used to Business have one. This BizCaz? Oh, yeah.
1: Is there a snucky that's like a, a fake tuxedo? Oh, you know, be, like the right? tuxedo shirts? I would snuggie, love one. That's
0: a great idea. Tuxedo. I found it. I found the snucky tuxedo. There's a Wonder Woman <laughs> yeah. Snuggie. There it is.
1: Oh, I see it.
0: Oh my god, this picture is incredible. You look like a magician. Kyle, I'm going to send this to you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. I need one of these for my, like, sales calls. I would close so many deals with this. Oh, you would.
0: They're like, oh, are you going to a prom <laughs> after your sales call? Who's your prom date? <laughs> Is that like, are you like a oh. magician?
1: <laughs> it does look like, it looks like the snuggy part that's red. Yeah. It looks like a cape.
0: It does, it does, it does.
1: Because, so it's it's like almost vampire-ish or magician. I, I would, magician. Magician, for
0: sure.
1: Tom, what did you link to me? This link opens an app, not a website. <laughs>
0: this is such an incredible photo without any it context. It should open Amazon.
1: It does not open Amazon. <laughs> oh God. Oh, because you left off the H on HTTP. That's not important. HTTP. <laughs>
0: The H is silent.
1: <laughs> Hi, Kyle. What's up?
0: How was your week? What did you do this week?
1: I just ran around. Oh. Just, just running around. <laughs> I mostly spent most of my week in a phone booth like this, and we work with the red felt background. Uh, that's that felt? Bedding. It is felt. Whoa. It's felt.
0: Wow. That completely blows up my mind now, knowing that you're have, you have like furry walls behind you. It's so interesting.
1: I, yeah. How was your week? What did you do this week?
0: Oh, I didn't realize how much stuff I did until today. I had two consecutive days of user interviews. So I interviewed, supposed to be eight, but one dropped out. So seven people. We're working with a company to build an internal tool for them. Their company's small. There's only like nine people. So I love working with, with teams like that who uh, have a, sp- a particular workflow and they need help having a tool for it.
1: So, Yeah, I love building internal tools too. because you know who's using it. And you can be like, hey, I'm going to sit next to you for like a day and we're going to watch what you do.
0: Yeah, it's really cool. I personally really like having relationships with the users in general. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to be able to, to show them something, get their feedback and then when they see it later on, be like, Oh man, this is exactly what I what I was talking about. And I'm like, <laughs> Yep, I Jedi mind tricked you and you you pretty much designed everything. <laughs> I was just open <laughs> you did to hearing it. For me. Yeah. Yeah, I like to keep things pretty vague when I show them things. Actually, Jason and I were talking about this before, about prototypes and how to kind of set them up when you are talking to someone and asking them if they've ever seen a prototype before, because prototype is such a loaded word. Sometimes people think it means this is exactly what's going to be built in the future, and some think that they actually are fully working, and I like mine to be pretty lo-fi and ambiguous and have the person like fill in the gaps which has always been pretty good what's your what's your style
1: i go in and don't even tell them that it's a prototype i tell them that we're testing a web app mm-hmm. and that it's not fully built yet mm-hmm. my hope is to get in, into the mind frame of like oh this is a thing that should work and then as they go through just be like oh yeah we haven't built that yet oh yeah we haven't built that yet Mm -hmm. And so, like, after they're at, like, a couple screens, they kind of get the gist of, like, oh, okay, this is a thing that just isn't fully built.
0: Yeah, and then I I love when they try and click on things and nothing works. (laughs) And I make jokes, like, oh, boy, oh, boy, we have a lot to do. I don't know, just
1: whatever. (laughs) I hope hope you say it exactly like that. (laughs) Yeah, I do.
0: (laughs) Whoa! That was working before I came in here. I'm going to just shake my fist at no one. That's usually how those, that's my style. Sometimes I have them draw it. And I don't even, I just come in with a blank piece of paper. I'm completely serious.
1: It's It's been a while since I've done testing with sketches. But mm. one of the things that I do like about that is that you can have them like draw on top of it. Yeah. It's much more throwaway. But I, I understand too that they understand it's so throwaway that they're not like, Mentally, they're not invested <laughs> at all. So, there's like pros and cons to, mm-hmm. to doing that. That's
0: a good point. Yeah. I found it useful. This is back in the day, we were building an internal tool. It wasn't a new tool, it was revamping, like re envisioning a tool that they all knew already. This, like, gnarly, like, Oracle database, just awful stuff and there's like six million buttons and people were so good at using it though because they have that was that's been their job for years so they know exactly what to do and, and do it quickly so uh, it was really helpful when trying to re-envision that tool to actually give them a piece of paper maybe some elements like some forms like some form fields or some drop downs or buttons and just kind of give them a little toolkit and be like can you just <laughs> either recreate the tool so you can kind of see what's top of mind for them and what they remember and like what they use the most or just kind of you know give them a scenario a task that they usually do and say if you can build the tool to do that for you in like the easiest way possible like what would you, what would that tool look like and those are all really interesting to kind of play with that whole what's on the top of mind for them. Yeah. So you get a lot of interesting results. And everyone is like, "I don't draw." And you're just like, "It's <gasps> okay. Who does?" You know. I'm not going to put this at <laughs> a museum. You're fine. We're all friends here.
1: I haven't run into it during a user interview, but during design sprints, mm-hmm. people are like, "Uh, I don't I don't want to draw." I was like, "Eh, it's not drawing. It's just making boxes and circles and squiggly lines." Yeah. Totally. It's all you need to do. That's true.
0: I do feel a lot of pressure to make my boxes especially nice since I am, quote, a designer, unquote, in the sprint. (laughs) So sometimes, (sighs) just recently, we were in a sprint, and it was pretty fast-paced, you know? That day where we were doing tons of brainstorming and sketching is is fast, and it's fast for a reason. So you're not, you know, your ideas are not precious. You can throw them away. You can just kind of always think of what's top of your mind. Don't overthink stuff. But I felt like I was always just a step behind. Like I really wanted a little more time to really think, but I just didn't have the time. So I just kept drawing things and it just looked not very, they're just really quick, not very good looking UIs. But what can you do, you know, what can you do when you have 40 seconds to draw something, you know?
1: Yeah, you should go in with the expectation that it's not going to look nice.
0: (laughs) <laughs> I should bring a portfolio of failed sketches in the past.
1: I feel like that's you as the artist and not you as the designer speaking. That's, true. <laughs> that's true. I force people in design sprints to use like sh- the big Sharpies yes. for that reason. Because I've had people like bust out a pen and yeah. start like doing detailed sketches. and I'm like, ah, uh, no, get that out of here. Yep. You got to use the big old Sharpie.
0: Definitely. And we had a period of time here where every Sharpie didn't have a sharp tip. and
1: Oh, I, even better. T-
0: <laughs> I hate. They're so useless to me if they're not sharp. One Sharpie. Yeah. They're not like Dullies, you know. I had to immediately. <laughs> it's not what it's called. So. I immediately put in a request for new sharpies. After I, it, I felt like I was in a nightmare. Like there was like a ton of pens, <laughs> and I kept open. I kept removing the cap, and I kept being disappointed every single time.
1: It is uh, my hell? I think. Uh, my but they hell. all still worked, right? Like uh, it
0: depends. My hell on what that is, means.
1: is with whiteboard markers, and none of them ever working. And the only uh, one that does work is like the neon yellow one that you can barely see.
0: That's always so embarrassing, too. Like, I always forget to check that. And then you're in the sprint and you're like, oh, this is a great idea. Let's get the whiteboard marker out. And then you open it and it just doesn't work. And then you're like, oh, do we have any more? And then someone's like, oh, no, I'll check. And then they go and check. And then you're sitting there for like five minutes. Like, we're just getting the markers ready. Like, oh, my God. So time for a joke, I guess, you know. But there's nothing more satisfying than opening up a brand new box of whiteboard markers especially the black ones. It's just, you can see that from like six miles away. It's it's awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've gotten into to a, a groove of like when something's even starting to like fade out a little bit, I just throw it out. Nice. He's like, nope, it's gone. It's not worth it. Because then you do end up in a situation like you're talking about where mm-hmm. it's like halfway working. And here we don't have the luxury of five minutes marker trip it's more like uh oh we need to go to cvs
0: oh right. you don't
1: have it in the office oh oh
0: no but we have beer so
1: (laughs) we have some beer and coffee
0: (laughs) yeah i just also got into the habit of throwing out sharpies that are useless it's a waste of sharpie i really do think that they're useless when they're not sharp anymore I, I think they're think better
1: that. when they're not sharp.
0: Why? For for drawing? You mean in, in yeah. or just in general?
1: For for design sprints because oh. your ideas have to be bigger. That's true. You can't do detail.
0: I'll just mail them all to you then. Is what you're saying?
1: Yeah, send them my way.
0: <laughs>
1: I like giant sharpies that are. I like those. Dull. I like the dull sharpies.
0: Mm. There should be an island somewhere of of misfit lost sharpies
1: (laughs) misfit sharpies
0: (laughs) yeah yeah especially the ones that have like the double tip like there's the the fine tip and then there's the one that's usually dull that used to be sharp (laughs)
1: yeah Yeah, i don't know just give me a regular sharpie all the variants are useless i i especially dislike when we get when, when we've gotten in the past like colored sharpies it's gotta be black
0: yeah I do appreciate all the colors, you know, that we get. But the yellow ones, I don't really get. No, you can use the yellow. That's fine. Uh, uh.
1: For whiteboard, I like a little variation because it's nicer to draw some UI elements. But for the regular Sharpies, just give me black Sharpies. For Post-its, I only want the, like, standard yellow ones. So, like, I go into a design sprint, like, plain Jane boring like sharpie, black sharpies, yellow post its, white printer paper.
0: Wow, do you have like a like a clip for your cell phone too? To like <laughs> <laughs> and the pocket pocket protector. <laughs> Probably... <laughs> That's.
1: <laughs> I was talking to Sam, one of the designers in our office here. Mm-hmm. She was like, we, I saw someone yesterday. Was it yesterday?" that had a fanny pack. And I was like, oh, it was oh. so awesome. And she's like, we should have one of those for our design sprints. And that evolved to me wanting a Batman belt, oh. but uh, <laughs> design sprint supply. So I can just that. like start pulling out post-its from my post-it pocket and like Sharpies. And the belt buckle would be a giant ThoughtBot logo. Oh my God, this is. And so every time I go into a design sprint, I get to put on my, design sprint belt
0: That's sorry incredible. your pocket protector
1: reminded me of the design sprint belt don't be
0: sorry this is this is wonderful what <laughs> what, what other tools would you have in your fa- in your fanny pack No, uh, your batman belt sorry <laughs> wait did batman just have a glorified fanny pack is that what we're talking about here right now I,
1: that, yeah potentially i think he really I think, did i think
0: alfred may have made a fanny pack first And Batman was like, Alfred.
1: (laughs) Version one of Batman Belt was actually a fanny pack. Yes.
0: Sir, it's leather. And he's like,
1: (laughs) Alfred, who do you think I am? I need
0: at least eight pockets. (laughs) Oh, man.
1: I like the idea though that like Batman's out fighting crime and he dives into his fanny pack to grab like one of the bat stars and instead he gets like the grappling hook and it just ends in disaster and he goes back and like iterates on it and uses design thinking to like
0: That's good.
1: This is a comic book that I would really enjoy. Yeah. And probably doesn't exist of like how Batman came to his Batman belt.
0: Yeah, through iteration and like his car, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I almost <laughs> made a statement like, "Well, I'm sure, I'm sure Alfred had a lot to do with it." But then I realize this is all fake and this is not a real thing. <laughs> maybe Are you he's, for real? What? Maybe Batman is real. <laughs> Who knows? I would, I would personally would like a signal of some sort for me to be to be summoned somewhere
1: to your design sprint like in order for our designers to go to into a design sprint like we have to turn on the designer signal
0: and what would that be this is
1: this is so bad
0: what would that signal be for a designer (laughs) like glasses
1: (laughs) (sighs) scarves. i
0: don't know Uh, i don't know coffee just the smell of coffee
1: (laughs) that would do it yeah that's it that's all you need
0: like batman just needed a nice cup of coffee you know at the end of the day
1: Probably. I mean, like how? I mean, he did all of his crime fighting at night. How How did he get through the night? He'd probably drank a shit ton of coffee.
0: Probably. Definitely. I mean, definitely.
1: Uh, we've totally gone on a random tangent here.
0: <laughs> what what was I was going to tell you. Oh, speaking of Sharpies and whiteboards and all that stuff. One time I was interviewing someone and she accidentally used a Sharpie on the whiteboard and used the whole whiteboard and i didn't either catch it till later or something happened but pretty much at the end of the day i had to go and remove it took me like a half an hour you just color over the sharpie with a whiteboard marker and then you erase both of them together in harmony in unison
1: oh it works that easily
0: yeah but you know how annoying it is to have to like go over every single stroke someone else did with like a whiteboard marker oh god took forever yeah. took forever. I'll never forget that interview, though. <laughs> so <laughs> note to self for it aspiring would... designers. Use permanent marker on the whiteboards, and you will never be forgotten.
1: The other thing that we were going to talk about, we were going to talk about the design values yeah. and at the workshop that we did and
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, I have it up.
1: Objectives. You have it. Uh, you're more prepared than I yeah. am.
0: Yeah, I found it. It took me a while to find it, but I found it in GitHub.
1: It's <laughs> probably an issue.
0: Yeah. I was like, where is this? But it's it's here it is. Yeah. So why don't you just talk, tell us a story about. Tell us a story. Yeah. About. How did this come to be? And what are we talking about right now? It's pretty, pretty vague.
1: Yeah. So we were, we are hiring in almost every office, designers, or design directors. And in the past, we've, designers have felt like our development kind of overwhelm the design team. So I wanted to make sure that, you know, the values as a design team at ThoughtBot were a lot stronger than they currently were. They were, I I feel like they were like unspoken, like the unspoken rules of baseball. But I wanted to have a more concrete place to point and look at them. And this all came to a head because we're doing our planning for the next year. And I started to look at some of, the things that like as a team I would like us to achieve and started to write down values but kind of rushed through them. And they all came from me. And so they weren't really strong. They weren't really good. And I wanted them to drive the team success. Hmm. So I hit up every design director and was like, we're going to do this as a team. Uh, So I had each one of you run an exercise And it was supposed to be like 60 to 90 minutes, answer a couple questions, and write on a bunch of post-its.
0: That's true. I have the, the questions that you asked. So I was one of those design directors who ran this workshop, and we had a series of questions for the team to answer, which were, what do we value in great design? How do we design great products? Where does design stand in the company? How do designers influence change in our work? And what kind of projects excite us as designers? So we went through and I did a time box, some brainstorming exercises with post-its, all different colors and all Sharpies of varying points. And we put up just a bunch of all of our personal answers to these questions and then put them on the board and clustered them into groups and insights. And then you took all those, right, throughout all the offices. Yeah, so so down. every
1: office did that. And the nice thing is each office did it in its own kind of unique way, which is awesome for me to see. Uh, the other awesome thing for me to see was like when everyone did send me their stuff, there was definitely alignment among the team of like what are the central points that are specific to ThoughtBot and design here at ThoughtBot. And that was what I was secretly hoping for. Uh, So after I had done those initial ones, I had gone back and did essentially this whole thing before I asked everyone else to, did it by myself. And the core, the first couple, all came from what I thought the team values were. And then I I left some room to see what, what else essentially coalesced around. And I wanted to A, make sure that everyone agreed with me on those first couple and that see where the other like groupings or like different points of, of, of strong opinions, I guess, Mm -hmm. um, where, where those formed. And so I kind of gathered them all together, gave them each a title and kind of some thinking for each one of them of why. And then the hope is that we'll use these these values as, as a team as our north star essentially to like plan for the goals and objectives that we have for the next quarter and the next few years. Mm-hmm. But also as a tool for all of the hiring managers. So me and the design directors to to look at and point to when hiring someone, you know, making sure that they have these same values that we do as a team.
0: Yeah. It was a great it was a great exercise to do. What you came up with, the summary of all those brainstorming sessions and all of our ideas were really, really good. Like totally hit the nail on the head. I'm gonna read them, cause there's only, there's like five of them. But our ThoughtBot design team values. We have design is the champion for the user. Iteration leads to great design. Design makes businesses successful. Everyone designs. And design is a craft. And I thought the way you broke all those down too, into what they mean was very, it just, it was really refreshing to read because a lot of these thoughts have always been kind of bouncing around in my head. And whenever things bounce around in my head, I want to write them down, you know, (laughs) so I don't forget them. And this is pretty much that (laughs) everything is written down for me, which is great. Thank you.
1: (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Uh, I will say that like these will, hopefully, by the time we release this episode, they'll be on our website. So people will be able to go to, I think it'll be thoughtpot.com slash design dash values. And be able to see essentially what came out. All of the studios doing their own kind of thinking around them. I also wanted it to be from that first version that was not very good. Like I wanted it to be a group effort. I wanted input, which is why I asked every every office to do this. I wanted it to feel like everyone had a contributed to them and b that I was only like, I was essentially doing the least amount of work like everyone else was doing the heavy lifting for me, which was like thinking through what these values were and I was just collecting them and regurgitating in a nicer form what the, those were.
0: That is exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> and because we all contributed, I feel like there's a little pieces of us all in there as well. So in general, it was, I thought it was a really great exploration and, and way to kind of to just define what our values are as a company as a whole. It was great.
1: And they each play off of two, or they should, our company purpose. So we do have company values. I guess that's a good thing to point out here. And we've had those for a while. And these are specific for the design team.
0: Yep, exactly.
1: so yeah, now the next step is essentially quarterly, we're going to meet as a design team to go over to rethink through what what those values are. And then everyone individually will establish goals, objectives to make sure that we're continuing to reinforce those values Mm -hmm. and share those values with our community.
0: Mhm. Yeah, and that's what I was working on too this week was writing up my own objectives, which were you helped me immensely with getting my to-do list item out of the goal. Like it's just really hard to explain. But what I wanted to do, let's say, was, you know, schedule a monthly retro with the design team. So I was putting that as my goal, but really the goal is you know, fostering communication, you know, opening up the communication channel, you know, between designers in Boston. And then what you, a way of doing that is to schedule a retro. So that was a good flip. I needed that.
1: Yeah, it's it's important for us to know why we're doing things but yeah. also like that's <laughs> – I hate to tell you this, but that's the same thing that I do with clients. Like you came to me with a solution and I was like, oh, this is a great solution. Why are you doing
0: it? <laughs> <laughs> so I pay hey, you tell now? Tell me about the
1: problem. <laughs> I mean, yeah.
0: Five cents. <laughs> More to come that's on that it. later. <laughs> Just you
1: wait. Yeah. I mean, you can explain some of that.
0: Yeah, so we as a
1: no just explain the charlie brown
0: we we are going to do like a gorilla style just getting us getting designers out into the world and setting up shop like lucy and peanuts like a psychiatrist like the psychiatrist is in booth where she gives Awful advice. We're not going to give awful advice. I'm not quite sure what advice we're going to be giving, but we're going to be, (laughs) (laughs) we're going to, I'm going to build a booth that says like the designer is in and we're going to set up a
1: shop. Why that? Right. Lucy's thing was five cents. You had to pay her five cents Mm -hmm. for her psych eval. Exactly. On the spot. Yep. Psych eval.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that's what we're going to do. And I'm super excited. I've always wanted to do something like that. And I think, I think it will be a lot of just people asking what we, who we are and what we're doing, which is perfect. That's yeah. great. That's exactly what I want to happen. So the idea would be to kind of come and, I mean, ideally, right, like we'll, we'll do this over a course of a few days. And ideally, someone will come with, this is the, like, ideally, someone will have an app or something, right, that they need help with. But really, it's going to be us having conversations about design at the end of the day and like what that means and why we do it and where we do it and how we do it. So we should play. This is how we do it while we're out there.
1: This is how we do
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's one of our, and, and the overarching goal is to for us to get out outside of the office and into the community and kind of promote, promote ThoughtBot.
1: For five cents each. For
0: five cents each insight. Yeah, I mean, I haven't paid five cents for anything since I was like a a child, so. It'll be a good exploration, too, and we'll gather a lot of data as to who has coins in there with them, and then we can sell that data to someone.
1: And who's willing to give five cents to a stranger for design advice?
0: That's also a metric we will be capturing. Maybe this is the overarching goal. What, (laughs) What are the characteristics of people? What do they have in their wallet, you know? So lot going on this spring.
1: So yeah, we've we've locked those down. Hopefully every office will will have finished those by Friday and next quarter we'll all get together and celebrate because we did a bunch of stuff.
0: Yes, exactly. It's weird thinking about the year and quarters. It makes it feel like a very small amount of time. Like twelve months, you know. It's weird. I never Mm -hmm. had to, I never thought of the year and quarters before, like actively thinking about it in, in terms of like this quarter ends end of June and me being like, Oh man. Okay. So how many Fridays do I have to kind of (laughs) dedicate time? Oh, not many. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I think that's, that's one of the the reasons why splitting it down to quarters makes sense for us is because we essentially, for a lot of these things only have our Fridays, our investment day Mm -hmm. to tackle them. So, getting a, only less than a handful mm-hmm. of things in into there, like for every designer having one to two things, the the hope too is that it focuses our investment time as designers, so that we're being more cognizant of how we're spending that time.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We'll see.
1: It's it's still an experiment, and as to our values, we're we're always iterating.
0: Mm-hmm. That's one so, of our values. Right. So meta. <laughs> a value should be these values are ever changing they are though but they're not you know what i mean when's it ever finished really yeah
1: okay that's all i got
0: me too i'm gonna go also enjoy a beer and welcome the weekend with open arms
1: yeah (laughs) enjoy that
0: i will to kind of you know wrap this up you can find show notes at tentative.fm slash 51. You can tweet at us at tentative.fm. Please tweet at us. And you can email us. Also, please email us at hosts at tentative.fm. If you have any suggestions for You know, uh, any other kinds of Snuggies one might be able to acquire, please send suggestions our way. And also, any any comments at all about Batman, please also send our way. Maybe through (laughs) Bat-Signal.
1: That's it. Goodbye. Have a good weekend.
0: You too. Have a wonderful weekend.
1: This podcast was brought to you by Thoughtbot. We are experienced designers and developers who turn your idea into the right product. With local studios in Boston, San Francisco, New York, London, Austin, and Raleigh, let's build something great together.